2: Just lost in the flow and after that, maybe the spinning elbow. Giri, Demisa Denisakrohaska.
0: Ah, uh, that is six straight wins for Marav DeWalish. Willie.
3: To be honest, I deserve it. Somebody, uh, somebody former champion.
0: Marav, the machine,
3: DeWalish
1: yeah. wins!
4: unfiltered please tell me that's on video i've never been
5: happier i'm made for a fucking (laughs) podcast that's dangerous listen to me we're out of
4: welcome to ufc unfiltered uh matt and i today we have a busy show today again uh, our first guest will be joining us shortly. He's a Yankee pitching prospect, uh, Clark Schmidt. And also, we have a couple of huge winners from Saturday night, from Fight Night. Yes. Um, Marab, of course. Yes. Great wins. He looked amazing. Yes. And uh, uh, Yuri Pahaska. Yuri Pahovska had a, a, an amazing win over Dominic Reyes. Um, you know, poor Dominic Reyes, three straight losses, um, you know, after being undefeated.
5: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It's so funny because people don't even look at that. John Jones one as a loss. That's how brutal this game could be. He was, was he undefeated until then? I believe he was 12-0. and 12-0, well, and he knocked out former champions like our, our buddy, our, my good friend Weidman, and and uh, he put down a lot of dangerous, dangerous players in there. And then this year he got, and, and, I mean, and then he went, he went five rounds with John Jones, and people arguably, they said, hey, man, a lot of people said he could have won that fight. And then, uh, and then you know, and then he has two fights back-to-back after that. Yep. One with Jan Bojovic, the champ, which is nose, put his nose on the other side of his face. I'm saying that with all the respect in the world. I'm just saying that. that's was the fact. Yeah, bad and then he out. comes back, and he, look, he looked good. We're going to talk about the fight, but this Yuri guy, wow, man. And once in a while, one of these guys comes these guys, uh, Once in a while, we get a fighter. That's just out of the norm. Yep. There's something different about him. And and that's this guy. I cannot wait to know his story. He's interesting. But
4: I, I tell you one thing that would, would concern me is I watched the Uzdemir fight as well. And uh, Yuri is such a, he's a good front kick. He's very strong. He's a great striker. He has great, interesting movement, almost like Wonder Boy in, in a way. With the, But his hands are way down, coming from crazy angles.
5: I knew you were going to say that shit because you don't like when the hands are
4: down. No, it's not that I don't like it. But Reyes was landing. Uzdemir, uh, uh, I believe, dropped him uh, with a short left. He's, he's been t- tagged by the counter with guys. Uh, uh, Reyes was able to land on him. Like a lot of times going backwards, Reyes was landing with that left. And Uzdemir also landed on him. Of course, I like the hands down. It's fun to watch. But you can only get away with that for so long against uh, guys like that, especially when you're getting caught. You can say, well, Wonderboy does it. But Wonderboy doesn't get tagged that often. Wonderboy doesn't get tagged
5: I I talked about this with Ray Longo a little bit, and uh, he was saying the guy's chin is amazing, but I'm saying he's rolling with that shit, man. And then Longo goes, no, I get it. And uh, it's almost like in a car crash if somebody's drunk and they're relaxed. Sure. Dude, he is so relaxed. How anybody, Dominic was beaming that left. How anybody could absorb that, just roll with it and just like nothing else, just right in his face. Yeah. Coming back at him with two and three. It's freaking it was something else to watch, man. That guy. I mean, it's nice. It's exciting. It it just brings that much more excitement into the division.
4: Uh, Hi, Yuri. How are you?
2: Hey, I'm great.
4: Uh, I was reading about you before. And before I forget to ask you, like, you speak how many different languages? Because I, I read that you were taking Japanese and another language. How many different languages? No,
2: no, no Japanese. No, uh, just uh, Russian, English and Czech, a little bit German, Germany. And uh, yeah.
4: Oh, Japanese is incorrect. Do you just like foreign languages or is it necessary?
2: <laughs> I like to, uh, what, what I need to do. So, so and now I need to, to learn uh, English. So I'm learning the English.
5: Yuri, let me ask you, what did you, what did you first learn as far as, I'm sorry, you get some water, would you? Um, yeah, yeah. What did that you first, first learn as far as martial arts? What was your first discipline?
2: First, uh, that was, uh, <laughs> that was from the video game. <laughs>
5: oh, but yeah, really? Yeah,
2: more, yeah that, for, mostly, most, most first, uh, that was uh, karate, karate and judo in, on my high school.
5: High school? Yeah. High yeah. In high, they offered it in high
2: school? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I was in a, on the special high school was uh, was the focused for for the people like uh police departments and and lawyers and yeah and there is a, uh there is a karate and a judo.
5: Shit, man. I wish I had that in my high school.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that would have been my.
5: That would have been my. I would have been not late
4: for yeah.
2: school a, that was the best choice in my life. That was the best choice in my life. Shoot,
4: were you hurt at all? Against uh, I mean, Ray, you you your striking was so good, and Reyes landed some very good counters. Um, you know, which was like the, every time it looked like he was about to go down, um, he would fight his way out and land some really solid counters. Um, w- was there at any point you were hurt, like against Uzdemir, it looked like you were hurt once, but it, w- were you hurt at all against Reyes or, or was it just, uh, you were never in any real danger? Uh,
2: they, he countered me many times, but, uh, it was not so badly like, uh, in one, one time. Uh, and after that, I, I went to, I went to takedown. I try, I tried to, to, to take him down. And that was after this uh, fatal punch. What's the make me uh, drunk? <laughs> yeah, that that was that was uh, that was a, a very bad situation for me. And the kick from from the from the ground to to face. Yeah,
5: it didn't slow you down much at all, though. If anything,
2: yeah, he kicked me from from the ground. From the he was on the back. He was on the back, and he me to the face yeah that was uh, yeah too dangerous you have a very unique
4: style too uh, i always get nervous when i watch guys fight with their hands low because i'm like Ugh! like i always it's hard to it's scary to me to watch it um was that something that you kind of incorporated after you were fighting for a while was it was it a way of that you like that you're coming from hard angles to figure out or was it to stop takedowns or did it just naturally develop for you that way
2: I just uh, do that naturally with what, um, what's my style, but uh, we ha- we had a strategy with my team to 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 keep the Dominic in, in the pressure because when he, when he's under pressure, uh, he don't work uh, uh, very uh, in combinations. He don't use the long combinations, just the simple punches and uh, it's more easier this 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 way.
5: So you started your grappling with your striking. If you started karate in, in high school with the judo, correct?
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah.
5: So, so you're not one of those guys that's just, man. I went full ahead into my Muay Thai and my my karate, my striking, and then you started learning grappling. You were doing no, it- no, no, no.
2: Yeah, I, I, I start I start the uh, uh, karate and judo, and I I know that I know that it's not it's not. It's not uh, so hard for me. Yeah, it was it was uh, so easy. Yeah, because uh, there is no contact, and uh, yeah, in judo it is. But but I need to punch somebody. <laughs> I need <laughs> to. I was I was needed to to learn how to how to be the best uh, best street fighter. To, so I start I started uh, with muay thai. So that was that started my career.
5: As a kid, did we get into any, any uh, street situations or no? Yeah, sure. Yeah. You and Jimmy both. What happened with you?
2: <laughs> I had many street situations, street street conflicts, a lot of a lot.
4: Now, was that, did you like to fight or were you in a tough neighborhood and you kind of had to or did you enjoy it?
2: I I uh, both. I both. <laughs> yes. I'll yeah.
5: tell you, that calm. You stay calm. Yeah in the
2: yeah.
0: midst
5: of a storm like i haven't seen i mean trailblaze is pretty calm too in there in the midst of that when guys are yeah, throwing that's at them.
2: the that's the main mission of the of the fighting of the fighters yeah that's the that's that's the purpose of the fighting to keep uh keep uh calm in the in the storm and and then take take the take over
4: what were you saying you fought when you were fighting Uzdemir, you were talking to him in the cage do you I couldn't make out what you were saying. Do you remember what you were saying to him
2: in the fight? yes uh maybe sometimes i i'm I need to to say to my opponent something like uh, uh that's not so hard and uh, uh this is nothing uh." <laughs> Please try it again, or or something like that, to to keep to keep myself uh, in a positive mode and 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 push him uh, down. I I mean I mean mentally, I, I, yeah,
4: mentally. So you like the mental warfare too, a little bit. You like the angle? Yeah, of, sure.
2: Of- not not uh, not uh, not uh, out of the cage, just in the cage. Because there in the cage, I'm you, I'm I am. I have to I have to use all my skills, all my weapons to to, to win the fight. So that's uh, that's the point of the of the fighting, guess. Yeah? So I'm, I'm do that just this.
5: I, I know from sparring, there's something that's very just disappointing when you try to unload like when you were pressuring Dominic and he would look to get you off him with a straight left that's leveled yeah. many people. And you, yeah. he throws it. Uh, uh, and you're still in his face. Yeah. It, it's like you can't come up for air when you're the other guy. Jimmy, I've had yeah. this guy. Bla- these guys in my face, I blast them. And then they're in my face again. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. Let, me, let me do a takedown. So, <laughs> yeah, Jim, yeah. I was so just impressed. What I'm like, oh, shit, he's going right into it. And then you would just roll. And it's like he never threw a thing. So yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I was just so impressed with it. You have such a unique style. Mm-hmm. Like all to your own, because there's a lot of great strikers in the UFC, but there's certain guys you're watching. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. There's other karate guys there, but Wonderboy Thompson has his own style. Jury, your style is very unique to your own, which is which is a very big compliment. Um, how did you develop it? I mean, was it based in karate and then you added in Muay Thai and, and now you're blending it together? Is it
4: one yeah. To your own?
2: yeah 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 yeah. That's, that's it. Um, I uh, I connect this. I connect this. Uh, this style of karate and muay thai, and uh, and then after that, I I try. I start to to learn uh, my natural moves. My natural moves. How how to move naturally and be effective in that in these techniques. So I start. I start to to think about how I'm I'm. Uh, I'm normally moving in uh in uh, how I'm walking and from this normal walking to use the punches and uh and keep it in the maximum level. So it's like uh it's like a sprint because when you when you go when you want to go fast as you can. Then you then you use all your powers. So so the technique must be like like when you try to sprint some uh, some roads or yeah. And uh, I start to think about that like 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 this. And the the most uh, the most uh, uh, most same style like like a natural na- nature natural style fa- of fighting is a uh, kung fu. So, so now I'm I'm studying the kung fu and not not seriously. Not I have no master. Some some master. I just I'm just watching the videos because I'm learning from the from these uh, videos how how it's uh, because I know how to move my body and what I what I can feel from from these movements. But uh, how how I said first. I'm learning from uh, my first uh, martial arts was uh, on the, on the game in the games, PlayStation games. So I'm learning from, from the TV and I'm learning from the videos. I'm, I'm just sitting and I'm seeing that and I'm, uh, I'm trying to connect my body to, to, to this man in the, in the display. And, uh, and that's it. That's it. And uh, then I'm, like like in matrix
5: <laughs> you, you do you are in the matrix when, I, when you're in there you there you see the spoon there is no spoon you're in there and you're feeling it and i love what i'm watching and it's so funny you said that about the video games one i yeah. love video games and two uriah hall who's also a great striker he said something similar he said he said something very similar he used to try to do like he's in tekken and mortal Com- i don't know if he said mortal kombat I don't know if he said "get over here" or anything, but he did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Yuri, for the fans, what do you like to do, unrelated to MMA? Reading books, watching
2: movies, uh, some 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 work with uh, people. I like to share uh, share these uh, martial arts and uh, these uh, these mental uh, mental hacks for for them for the martial arts. So I think there's something like that, but. Not yet. Now it's time to take the title and uh, all these things. Have you been
4: given an indication? Are you going to get the winner of uh, blahovich Teixeira?
2: Yeah, I think uh, I like to be to be the to be the next uh, next opponent of the of the winner of from this battle.
5: Is it true that they wanted you for the UFC earlier, and you said not yet? Or is that did I just hear that wrong? And you wanted more time to train, or I might be way off.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they offered me the the this offer from from the UFC, and I think uh, two, three, four years ago. Oh wow! And and my team, my team, uh, and with me, uh, I said. Maybe I will. I want to. I want to. I want to try it. I want to go to the USC because there is uh the best guys, and uh, the, my coaches they said, Yuri, uh, please uh, stay there, stay in the rising more uh, till the till some uh, title because. Uh, because you need uh, more skills, more, uh, more fights to be more dangerous for, for the guys in the UFC. So then I start to, 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 to learn to be better in the rising, to be most dangerous in the rising. And then I'm here. And
4: now look what we have, Jimmy. Yeah. And don't you have an 80-inch reach? Do you have an, 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 am I correct with that? You have 80-inch reach?
2: What? Do you
4: have an 80-inch reach?
2: What the fuck is that?
4: Oh, you're you're yeah uh, yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah. Long of my uh, I don't know, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. Oh,
4: okay, because <laughs> you had a big advantage over Uzdemir, and I think a good advantage over uh Dominic Reyes, and I, I can't think of anybody else in that division uh that has the same uh length of arms that you do, and I, I think especially fighting the way you fight, that's a huge advantage. Your fight, your punches coming from
2: all
5: these crazy angles, and you and you have the reach advantage. Yeah
2: yeah 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 yeah. Hmm?
5: And, how's, and how's the grappling? How, how is Because the, they're going to say, hey, look, I don't want a piece of that shit standing up. They're going to look to put you down. Dominic yeah. did, but you got out, and, you, and which is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah That yeah. shows them, all right, he's got more in the bag.
2: I like grappling and uh, ground and punk too, but, but uh, I'm all the time focused to, to, to end the fight. And that's, that I can just buy the punches because that's the, that's the quickest way. To, 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 to finish the fight. And I'm focused for that. And so, yeah.
4: And both knockouts you've had in the UFC, of of, of Reyes and of uh, Uzdemir, have really been devastating knockout. Like, one shot, and you walk... Like, I, I like that you walked away. Like, when you saw Uzdemir drop, you just kind of walked away. Like, you knew he was he was out. And the same thing, I think, with uh, with Dominic. They've both been really devastating, and you're a very, very exciting guy to watch. Um so, look, I hope you uh, I hope you get a title shot against uh, the winner. I mean, there's a lot of excitement in your division. Uh, Rakich, very exciting. Uh, Johnny Walker, uh, even Jamal Hill way down at the bottom. There's a lot of really, really interesting matchups. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you fight again. And congratulations. It was a great, great win. Thank
2: you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards.
4: By the way, Matt, we didn't mention, and I almost forgot, uh, Giga Cicchese, uh a devastating uh, uh, liver yeah, kick left. to you Cub Swanson. A liver kick? You, and you chose him to win. I chose Cub to win by wait, second wait, round submission. Wait, who chose Giga? You did by decision. He said decision. But I, but I
5: said, who, what, I, what, I said, said who, who did I say was going to win? Dominic and Reyes. You, were going to get into you said Dominic Reyes was going to win. <laughs> <So did I. laughs> Dude, Dominic Reyes was coming out, bringing like Hell's Fury with him.
4: Dude, he was—he was, he was getting hit more than he was hitting, though. But he was—he <clears throat> was impressive in his counter striking and in the fact that just when it looked like he was about to get put away, he would throw a combination or a straight left. So he was really—he was landing on uh, 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 on Yuri, but. Uh, Prohaska was outlanding him clearly You know what I mean He was really yeah, but I, just,
1: beautiful.
5: I mean he was like in the matrix He was like right in front of him And he was just like Like dodging punches Eating a couple But I'm telling you It reminds me of that old Ray Lom- I remember asking Ray Lamada, The great boxer The raging bull Man, Jake Lamada. What'd I say? Ray LaMotta Oh I was thinking I was talking to Ray Longo The other day Yeah it's a very but, uh Oh I was thinking Of Ray uh yeah. What's hey, the Hey Vicky Vicky Who lies Hold on Are you
4: That's from Raging Bulls
5: That's... Are you doing Ray Longo As Raging Bulls That's Ray
4: LaMotta yeah.
5: Hey, Where's my Fucking steak yeah. Hey 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 You're burning it It's defeating it's On purpose Yeah, yeah. Gonna be me about a steak. Hey, are you, are, you, are you talking to me? Oh, wait, that's right. Wait, that's drive. Wait, hold on. That's, that's taxi driver. Not, not taxi driver.
4: <laughs> you oh, talking God. to me? That's yeah, it's not raging, bull that's taxi driver. <laughs> Terrible.
5: Wait, hold on. Although I could fight, I'd rather recite. Yeah, g- 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 that's entertainment. I don't know. That was him at the end of the book. Yeah, and the beginning.
6: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Great film.
5: Oh, dude, Ray was so happy. Dude, I was so happy for Marab. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. was that great? We're going to talk to him. I almost want to save it for him. But you know what I found so interesting is that in the pre-fight, Jimmy, as they were walking out, and you saw this in the media day leading up, Kobe Stamen was saying, I was getting ready to fight him a couple of times before, and it fell through for whatever reasons, and I was done training for him until his training partners who moved around with Marab, wrestled with Marab when Marab was training over at Extreme Couture with Aljo. And they convinced him to take this fight versus Marab because they know they rolled with Kate. Because they, they, when you get to feel the opponent, so these guys, these training partners at Extreme Couture of Cody's, they were working out with Marab. Marab is there visiting and training. And they, they basically tell, convinced Cody, oh, take this fight because they felt Cody's wrestling were just take care yeah. of Marab. And why I thought when I heard that, I heard that Michael Bisping talked about it and Megan O'Leary when they talk about the fighter coming out, when they talk about when they're walking to, yes. the, walking to the octagon. So that's what they were talking about. And I remember feeling very at ease with that. And the reason why is because Marab, I've seen him and, and Ray's told me that like, he's been working and there's a, there was a specific, uh, I think the guy was in his corner actually, there's a very good wrestler and he would be... <laughs> Uh, he'd be working with Marab and really having the better of him, way better of him, which is straight up wrestling. But then I would watch them spar and I was watching them spar and, that's, and I was shocked. when Long, Longo told me that about this kid beating them in the wrestling, because when they were sparring, there's a big difference between straight up wrestling and MMA wrestling. And it's sparring for the fight, uh, you know, MMA takedowns. It's just different. Your John Donahue, we used to call it the shoot box, the art of the shoot box, like where you're striking to takedowns, okay? Feet the floor. Morab's like the master of it. He's timing from the striking to the takedowns and his unorthodox takedowns. Yeah. He hit the bigger takedowns in the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you were thinking, if you were watching and saying, first of all, it was a close fight. and Morab was clearly ahead. I'd had give him all three rounds, but it was a close fight. In the mm-hmm. sense that Cody Stammon was looking very good. Very good. And he was in his face and he was trying to stay calm. He's trying to bait him into things. And he just he had it pegged wrong as far as you know the abilities of Marab.
4: Let's let him in. Here Where he is. is Marab. There right.
3: he is. Hello. How are you, guys? How are you? How are you, man?
5: Well, look at his face jimmy yeah jimmy look at his face his nose is, first of all jimmy his nose is always like that that's okay but look at his face is not a mark <laughs> always Mate, that
3: was fun remember when when the doctor asked me after my fight canada your nose was been like this remember when you shared
5: the video yes, i do remember because after his fight who were you fighting then who were you, you bret katona ultimate fighter Brett champion katona and he, he looked the same. He had a mark on him. So the doctor looks at him at the bed. He goes, wait, was the nose always like this? He goes, yes, <laughs> always like this. And he's running around. Doing that. But <laughs> he thought the nose just happened. I, dude, listen, Marab, congratulations, brother. Thank you. Congratulations. It was, first of all, when you get a victory over a skilled guy, and a guy like Cody Stamen, you, when you get a victory in there, you have to look who you're facing. So when you're beating a guy the way you did, I mean, look, coming off the Dotson fight, Dotson is shit, man. We all know how great Dotson is. Yeah, Cody stamens more of a young up-and-comer, more of a guy that's, he's got that wrestling, which I'm going to talk about in a second. But he looked good. Cody looked really good. So to take, it's like you fought the, Cody looked the best he's looked. He looked really on. And he looked confident. He looked determined, you know? Uh... And for you to put on a display that you did to out to out-wrestle the wrestler in there. And I'm telling you, Mirab, you never look better. Your hands are looking great. How are we feeling, my friend?
3: Thank you so much, Matt. I was feeling comfortable. Like first time I think I enjoy fighting. You know, I was just enjoy, I have a really fun, like before I don't understand, but now like, uh, like, uh, before before fight you always thinking what are you are going to do inside right and like this time i was thinking what should i do wrestling no this guy is good wrestler striking this guy could strike like but i said so I, so I, so i am too like i i just go and do everything i, I was ready everywhere like we was training i mean, we was prepared jiu jitsu grappling before and i was comfortable in my head. even he takes me down i'm like just smashing, fighting, you know? Like, you know,
5: that was very comfortable. And
3: that's I so, have a fight.
5: So comfortable. So comfortable. The second the fight was over, Jimmy, I don't know if you've seen it on the... I watched it on my, uh, on my iPad. I don't know if I got something behind it. Thing. I don't think it went to commercial and the other thing. But the second uh, fight was over, you said, I love this shit. To the yeah. I don't yeah. I'm pretty sure you said that. I love this shit. Marab, you look like you enjoyed that time in the octagon. Like, you... After the every bell was done, there was a smile, like it's a kid going to the candy store, just like having a great. You look like you had the time of your life in there, Murad.
3: Exactly, exactly. I was really like um, much, much calm. No, like no, like no. I, I'm I'm always excited before fight, like uh, like you know, I always love fighting, but still, like it's I'm more, more calm. Com- I was more com- comfortable, and uh, I really I felt like. Um, Hey, because we uh, met we're training hard met and uh, we, we high with high level guys we have a great team and uh we we've been training and that's what we do and now I, I realize this
5: we are nobody
6: <laughs> you
5: know, Marab's record he could really be undefeated I man. was
4: just thinking of that too like the the Ricky Simone fight uh I mean come on that or, or the split decision uh before that um Frankie size yeah Frank
5: right right before that yeah. And that and that was, and that's what we had, like getting over the flu and he's still. And I mean, so, I mean, we're looking at a guy that really could just be undefeated right here in the UFC. That's what we're looking at, Jimmy. Jimmy, you know, and I told I said this earlier, Marab, uh, I loved what I heard. And I'm sure you watched the fight, Marab. I'm sure you watched it. You heard Michael Bisping, Meg, Megan O'Leary, O'Leary talking about Cody saying that, Hey man, I trained for Marab twice. It fell through. I was looking to move on. And then my teammates at Extreme Couture, they wrestled with him. And they were saying, it's a good fight for you, Cody. Take this fight. Take this fight. We wrestled with you and we wrestled with Marab. You're the better wrestler. Take this. Now, what's so funny about this, and I know Ray Longo knows, our inner circle knows, that at our, and, and we talked about this earlier, Jimmy, we, we, I've seen Marab go with guys that could out-wrestle him in just wrestling. The same guys, when they're fighting, totally different story. Ta- Marab, tell talk to me about the difference between wrestling and, and fighting, like the art of the shoot box, feet the floor striking, and regular wrestling. It's different. It's way it's different. It's, different.
3: it's and I, I Like you said, now I show, I show this. You know, like uh, wrestling – yeah, I, I'm I'm losing wrestling much. Yeah, I'm not a wrestler. I'm not a wrestler. <laughs> but MMA right. it's different. Punching
5: different. Yeah, you know? the timing of the strikes. The, I mean, the the highlighted takedown. And and then listen, he was game. He's hard to keep down. You're hard to yes. keep down. But yes. the big takedowns. I mean, he we get we got one take. I mean, maybe one or two. We got the one. We got one takedown. I got against kids. against right you got back up, but you—you you got a big, you got big takedowns on this kid. He didn't see that shit coming. He did not. I mean, based on the report, right now he's got the friends that were telling him to take the fight. He's like, <laughs> the <hell laughs> "What the, fuck is what the <laughs> matter with you?" I was moving on. I what shitty I, advice? Like <laughs> I, I Sugar Shane
3: alley. <laughs> yes, Jimmy. Uh, like Jimmy, like when we training, how we training Sarah Longo, like we, we like we training like a team and uh, we help each other and we, we make sure we always gently to each other. We make, you know, we, we just we're training to like better, like we're not damaging people. So, and then like when I go to, Vegas and of course, like, of course, good people, good gym, like, respect everybody. But you know, I go new gym, of course, I was respectful and I was training with everybody normal. I wasn't like an asshole. Sorry about it. So, yeah, I, I was, yeah. So, and then, uh, I guess, <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, it's like, like, it's different than fighting sometimes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Like, I don't have to, I don't have to show. Uh, you know, like uh, I'm, we always trying to get learn, learn and like uh, make some mistake training, but
4: fighting is different. You know? Well, when, when Muhammad Ali would train, if you would watch him in sparring, a lot of times he was working on weaknesses, working on things that he wanted to improve on. So you would you wouldn't see him at his best in training because he was trying to work on things that he wanted to improve. So yeah, I, I imagine you can't watch a guy train or train with him once or twice and think this is all this guy has. It's crazy.
3: Yes, yeah, that's uh, true because uh, me like you and we're training hard. I still like um, yeah, I'm training. It's uh, it's it's totally different training and uh, fighting and yes, uh, and uh, I feel I feel bad for Cody Hotel. I mean a hotel like this. Uh, I guess that's uh, oh, what well, to, to make that the state that fact yeah. they told yeah, me. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Yes, but I was listening uh, the day interview was Wednesday, like two days before fight. Or and then I I I, I listened my interview and then automatically the goes on Cody's interview and he was talking about me. Uh, I'm I'm not a good fighter and like something like this. And then uh, I mean he said he said this day somebody tell him that I'm not as strong
5: that he should fight me. But it made me – but I felt strangely calm when I heard that because I remember Longo – because I remember watching the sparring, a, a certain sparring, and, uh, and I'm like, man, he's uh, – he, I'm telling Longo, I go, man, he's really putting it on, this guy. And Longo goes, you wouldn't believe it. if they When they wrestled before this, this kid is, was getting the better at Marabu wrestling. I didn't believe him. I go, dude, I don't, I, from what I'm seeing, I don't fuck, what? So it's like it made me feel strangely calm going, okay, I don't think Cody knows exactly. It's like, hey, dude, listen, Jimmy, I know I'm a little bit older, but I'm, a, I'm dude, I got like 50 something pounds. Jimmy, what?
4: Just a little, not much. Little. Dude,
5: <laughs> little. little older. Dude, I'm a lot bigger than Rob. I'm, I'm bigger. And he's only, the guy's never out of shape. Dude, he's a hard fuck, dude. He doesn't stop moving. Oh, Mounted. He's moving it. Look those little legs until he's getting out. It's like, I'm, dude, I'm looking at the goddamn clock and I'm bigger. I'm fucking. <laughs> And I get him after I get him if he's gone five rounds, Fuck it, Marab. I, after this, and it's such a fucking great victory. You said it. I back you up on this. You wanted a former champion. What? Who do you want, Marab? Say it. You're so humble. Say who you want. <laughs> yeah. Like I said
3: before, I think I deserve a big name, and then, I mean. Give me I have big respect, big respect for all the former champions, but we have so many in our division, and our division is so stacked now. We have a TJ Dillashaw, Cody Garbrandt, Jose Aldo, Frankie Edgar. Nah. Yeah. I don't I never want to fight. We we friendly, big respect. He's legend. He should fight somebody. I,
5: you know I, it's know. Okay. I love that he said. That. I love that Marab, I heard in the in the post fight thing, he said that. And it made me so happy that he didn't want to fight Frankie because I love Frank. I just did your yeah. podcast the other day, Jimmy. I told you about that, right? I'm, right? I'm still recovering, I had a good time. I'm, I'm retiring now, I, I like to like indulge a little bit. I'm not looking, Marab's a, a perfect thing of health. There doesn't I never smoke, never drinks. This guy's awesome, but uh, I like that you didn't want to fight Frankie. That go out of respect. He said that a legend, there's enough people for him to beat up, Jimmy. There's certain guys that don't have an off switch, in other words. You're not going to do something to them to make them reconsider their career, Marab. Like you have to put his—he has to be unconscious. These guys watching him over the weekend got to say, "All right, if I don't shut his lights off, he's going to be in my fucking face for <laughs> It's like, dude, it's like not getting the guy off you. Uh, hey, and congratulations on your countryman. Uh, Giga. Thank you, Giga. Yeah, he did a great job yeah he's on fire rob yes I, I i picked jimmy picked uh, come, come. <laughs> but i'm just saying i understand
3: you, you it's, understandable,
5: understandable, jimmy, it's
3: understandable jimmy it's
4: <laughs> yeah. now like, now understandable <laughs> are you how how far into a fight usually you because your cardio i mean it's 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 i don't think i've seen anybody with cardio like you're how far into a fight can you normally feel okay now I, I really have an advantage because I can feel how tired this person is getting I mean your fights tend to go into the later rounds which is such a smart strategy because you know that you're probably gonna outwork these guys um, how far into it can you normally tell before uh, that your your cardio is paying off like
3: my last fight actually I I I was just fighting, uh, just having fun. I wasn't like really nothing stressed. I was just having fun, and then I, I I heard he was he was breathing heavy. I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? Like, you know, he I, I felt that, like really like because when I was sparring with Aljo, I never felt like this. He's always show me great face and we always like like you know like actually i'm getting tired with all <laughs> that's when i realized my i have to work more my cardio so but yeah like but otherwise um i i guess uh but we're working hard like every session and like um I, like i don't know like i mean everybody should be ready for 15 minutes and they like...
5: Uh, yeah, but usually guys need a break in there, Murab.
3: Yeah, your
4: 15 minutes are different than a lot of guys' 15 minutes. Like, your <laughs> guy, your 15 minutes is non-stop. You're right. Usually there's, there's there's some kind of a break, but you literally don't stop moving. It's fun to watch. I mean, your fights are always extremely exciting.
5: Jimmy, do you see
4: Murab... Did
5: you see him jump into that frozen lake and cut his head open? <laughs>
4: I did not.
5: Are, <laughs> you uh, not. are you serious? You did, I not, did see not see it, no. I, man, you're going to have to look on Instagram. Are you, Jimmy. He got to get his head stapled together. He's going for a jog and it's this snow all over, you know, he's going for a jog and he sees a lake. He puts his camera. You have to look on his Instagram, Jimmy. You really have to. Yes. And all of a sudden he just dives in. Oh, shit. He gets up. You know what? He cut his head open. He got to get staples in his fucking
4: Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to watch it right now. It's on the Daily Mail, which is a big website.
5: Listen, he's pretty. He's, he's got his social media game pretty you might it might be 50 posts to what you go but yeah again <laughs> because of this post i gained 10,000 followers. <laughs> Holy then, oh, then, i believe it dude you know what the ufc did i think they fuck with me because they know i'm not cornering anymore they did a thing jimmy on the ufc instagram of a little montage of me coaching Moravi you saw that up in the corner Oh my, a million fuck, a million fuck. Oh, yes, million, you, I million. a lot more fucking view. Uh, you probably got a lot more shit from that. That was beautiful, though. That, yeah. probably, that made me so emotional. I loved yeah. it so much because they have, I'm doing something, I'm, looks like my head's gonna fucking explode. <laughs> it's yeah. not that I'm retired from quartering because I might fucking have a heart attack.
3: <laughs> no, Meta, I tell, I tell, I tell, no, you're not, uh, hopefully not retired next fight, hopefully with us again. Um, and I tell, I make sure I tell, um, uh, Pumi Wilson, uh, like, please be loud. I'm gonna miss meta, you know, like, I don't know how it's gonna affect me. I said, please be loud, like, talk. talk. <laughs> and uh, Ray said, don't worry, Meta I, I, I'm, I'm feeling a bit met. Met, it's now like met's more loud, but don't, met, Ray told me that, don't worry, <laughs> hear
5: him. he He he's too loud too before, but you know, yes. it like, yeah, work, works good. Yeah. Pumi, I Pumi, I thought the corner was great. It was great. Pumi is another gentleman. Um what's Pumi's last name again? I'm so sorry. It's right on my. Nikuta. Yes. Of course, Nikuta. He Pumi. He's he's gonna listen. He has to be in the UFC eventually. He could be the next 125-pound champ. He's that good, right, Marab? Yes, Matt. Like we were when we were training for my before
3: fight, like Tatsun, I was sparring with him and then he. Yeah, he's he's regular and uh, he was he was standing for me south floor. Uh, and then he was beat me up from the south floor and I was thinking I was nervous for that song because Pumi he's 125. Yes. I am 135 and he changed his cell phone and he was I it was so hard to spy with him. I'm like I was nervous, but when I go fast. Fight with the Datsun. It was so easy. So P- Pumii Nikuta he's unbelievable. He's great. Cage Fury. Champion. Cage Fury champion.
5: Cage Fury. He's Cage Fury champion. Yes. And, I mean, that's there's another one to look out for, Jimmy. Because that kid, yeah. he's like. Because I'll tell you, I guess he's another guy. I see him sparring with our guys, and he's he's just such a such a talent. He's a little. He's a champion. I mean, he's that, sooner or later he's getting to the big show. I mean, and he, I mean, he's a young kid too. So sky's, sky's the limit. So how soon do you want to get back in, Marab? Not next week. Take a couple of weeks off. Don't we'll do a Kevin. <laughs> well, how, when do you? When in your mind do you want to get back in there? I'm I'm healthy and
3: nothing's bothered me. And now, uh, I mean, I will take some days off because I try my before fight. I try to come back next week to start a training. But you know, like, still hits you like because weight cuts and like that's yeah. all like no motivation like you're now hungry like 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 next week like especially after a week so i will take this, this week i will go slow maybe swim or run or walk bicycle something and um and next week i'll be gym and uh i will try to come tomorrow your session like
5: jiu-jitsu hey, please, please do yeah. please do yes. man. guys would love to see you they're gonna love to see you they're gonna cheer You know, it's so funny. He's like, I want to take a few days off. I'm just going to bike and swim and maybe job. (laughs) He he does what we call active rest, Jimmy. Yeah. He's like, you're not going to find him. (laughs) He's got headset on. Like his instructor. (laughs) (laughs) I am. Listen, man, Murab, I am so damn happy for you. Nobody deserves it more. Nobody on the Cerro team is more loved then Marab, he's the heart of the team, Jimmy.
3: It's yes, we really, we really tight team, and I love it. And we really want family. And then I love how we we all got back and then we're happy to each other and we cheer to each other. This is amazing. We we really like big 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 um history and uh Big history team, you know, like, and the big, like, how do you say, big traditional team and, like, all, like family, right? And, Matt, I, I want to, I want to, like, uh, in a couple of days, I I want to talk to you guys. You, you, Ray, and maybe we should go to Georgia Restaurant, this time in Brooklyn. Yes, yes! let's do it. Let's...
5: I'm down
3: for that, man. Jimmy, please, if, that. You, if you will have a time, I mean, Jimmy, welcome. Please, you can I come. Would with want I, I would love to.
5: I
4: would love
5: to. You're going to like Georgian food. It's delicious. All right. I've never had it. He brought me when we were in Russia. He brought me and Longo. And we had some delicious food. Kebabs and stuff. Ooh, so good. Oh, I'm down for that, Marab. I was going to say, let's go to Patsy's Pizzeria. But that's even better. Let's do that. Yes. Let's go. Let's go to the Georgian place. (laughs) Hey, hey, listen. You might have, listen, Marab, in all seriousness, you might have saved Longo's life. If you would have lost, he might have just he might have just had a heart attack. He he needed that more than anybody. He needed it. We've been having a rough time lately. You know what I mean? Yeah, a he
3: told me. we have uh, we have like uh, Chris like big injury. It's really, it was so yeah. Because I we all know how strong he was. This time he was more than ready that's, that's the worst great training great best shave ever and then the, the stylistically fight was easy for him because he's a wrestler and he, he was good shape like wrestling wise and he should take him down and mold, mold him you know but big to Ryan hope but I you
5: know but yeah. what makes me feel better about that it makes me feel like okay not a, a little bit better about the whole situation is I know the worst is is I know he still got a way to go. But the absolute worst is, is gone. So it's like, I just yeah. see my friend in pain like that. You know what I mean? It's just really like gut-wrenching, you know? But, Marab, you brought back the team morale. You, I'm sure you put a smile on Chris's face, you know, Marab. So, hell, man, congrats again, my
4: man. Yeah, great job, man. Amazing.
3: Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. and I'm I'm like I said I'm really hungry I I I enjoy this and I I want to keep fighting and, uh, and I have lost before I don't I don't I don't care I, I'm not scared for loss I I just enjoy process I want to keep fighting and um um uh this is best like like go like weight cut is sucks but fighting is so, so I like, I don't know. It's it's I don't I don't I don't rather be any place than like cage.
5: <laughs> it's it's good. And when when that when, some guys are so nervous, Jimmy. When it's fight night, there's no place they'd rather be any other place than there at that moment. If somebody came to them a day before the fight, <laughs> fights off, they might be like, "Oh, really?" And they'd be like, "Oh, fuck! Thank God!" <laughs> Where like they would be like, "What?" Like that's what, you know what I mean. This, he, there's no other place Marab would rather be than in that cage on fight night. And it shows Marab. It shows. Marab. Yeah.
4: Yep. Amazing job.
5: Come on, come by tomorrow night, please. We're going to have a good time. Okay,
4: I will see you tomorrow. Anything else you
3: want to plug? Oh, I just want to wish Chris a speedy recovery. I I love it. He's stay positive and he's keep posting. And um yeah, he's, He's yeah. He stayed positive with this, and uh, yeah, I know how strong he is and how good person he is. He's gonna come back strong, and he's gonna win title again. I believe this. And Aljo, Aljo feeling much much better, man. Like already because of neck, yeah, the surgery, and then he's
5: he's gonna be he's gonna be very strong back. We're gonna get him ready for that rematch. Everybody's talking shit, but look, Aljo takes care of that rematch with Peter Jan. He takes he puts us puts them away no one's talking about the bullshit before exactly yes. so we're, gonna, we're gonna help him get ready Mirab. he's got the machine behind him there's no stopping him all team, no him. The team. All, team. all team behind him Mirab, man we love you congratulations yeah. again brother
4: see you soon buddy thank you thank you for having me
0: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards
4: Clark, is that you? How you doing, buddy?
6: I'm good. How are you? Can you guys hear me? Yes,
4: yes. Clark Schmidt. Where are you now? I'm down in Tampa, Florida right now. Oh, Yankees. Uh, that's right. Spring training is down there.
6: Yep. Um, yeah, do you, you live little... there full oh, No, I do not live here full-time. I had a, uh, I live here. I have a place down here that I, I, I stay at for spring training, and then I, I live in the off-seasons in Atlanta and then uh, in New York, typically during the season. And But right now, I, I strain my forearm in, uh, in spring training, um, so I'm, I'm down here kind of grinding that out, trying to get that healthy and, and get back. Clark,
5: yeah. oh, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I was just going to say, we heard that, that Clark's a big MMA fan. Oh yeah.
6: Yeah. Big, big MMA guy. I've been, I've been probably, I, I got into the, into the, I guess you could say the fight game, uh, when, uh, I was in early high school. And then, um, ever since then, I just kind of, we've been watching it with my buddies and we've, we haven't stopped since. Do you train? Uh, no, I do not. I think, uh, I think my uh, my PTs and all my my coaches would get a little bit mad at me if I started doing boxing on my shoulder and stuff like that. But uh, I've always wanted to. I I was always thought about it, doing it after my career, like just kind of playing around, rolling around on the mats and stuff like that. But I haven't I haven't got into it full time. I'm amazed by anybody who can
4: pitch because I pitched in uh, high school and I, and I, I was really, uh, if, if you want to see what people look like when they're walking around the bases, ball four, ball four. Like I literally <laughs> just walking and <laughs> runs. But how anybody can pitch and keep your arm in shape. I, I do that. I have the, uh, Matt got me into the, uh, the, the Oculus. And so I do the, uh, the, the boxing there. workout, the VR and like after one boxing workout, I need like two or three days off. My arms are sore. My shoulders are sore. Like, I don't know how the fuck you guys like literally pitch for eight or nine innings and
6: uh, without, you
4: know, kind of uh, crippling yourself.
6: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I think um, when you're in, as, as a, an athlete and you're watching a UFC fighter, like just put their body completely on the line, you just feel for them so much to be able to do what they do and bounce back in the time that they have. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just like full bore for however many minutes that they're going at it, if, you know, and it's, and that's the same thing it is for pitching. I think for me being a starting pitcher, a lot of us, it's like, we're all, I mean, they're not really taking any pitches off. So it's hundred percent every pitch for a hundred or so pitches. And that could be uh, a few hours of just uh, a strenuous workout. And so I think there's, there's really nothing that can can repeat that soreness that there is when you're, when you're having that pitching. I think, uh, I mean, I, I'll spend a whole off season, like working out, do, doing stuff every single day, and then, as soon as we get into spring training, we have that first outing. There's no soreness like like the soreness you have when, when you're pitching. Now,
4: what is what determines whether someone like when you become a relief pitcher, uh, lefty or righty specialist? Like Rivera, Mariano Rivera started as a starting pitcher, and, right. and I'm like what what all of a sudden will make you? Will they put you in middle relief, and then all of a sudden you become like a closer, or what? May, what's what makes someone go? You know what? I don't want to start anymore. I want to be a relief pitcher.
6: Yeah. So I think a lot of it depends on first of all, your, how many pitches you throw? I think uh, the more pitches you throw, the, the more ways you have to get guys out, the longer you can go in, in outings without lineup seeing you two to three times and not, them not, and you're, and you're not getting predictable. So um, for me, I think I've always been a starter when I was younger. I think um, I, pretty much every, everybody's a starter if you're a prospect in, in high school and then everybody, you, you get to college and then you either become a closer or a lever or whatever you are. Um, and for me, when I got to college, you know, I had enough pitches and I was able to get guys out uh, in different ways. And so I just kind of always stuck with it. And I was always that guy who can kind of go late in games and, and throw a lot of pitches. And so it's it's carried me to this point. And so, I, yeah, I've always I love it. I think for me, I throw every five days. And so I have a routine and um, I have like kind of strict, strict routine that I kind of stay on. And it's easy for me to stay on top of stuff. Uh, and prepare for my next start rather than being some of these relievers, man, they don't really, they can throw three days in a row. And they don't know when they're throwing. Um, they could be like, okay, you're throwing the, you got the next hitter in five minutes. And so they got to warm up really quick. So it's really unpredictable being a reliever. And so for me, I got, I'm living the good life being a starter. I get to prepare every five days and enjoy that. Jimmy, yeah. I, you know, I'm not, I don't know too much about baseball,
4: Okay,
5: but <laughs> I do know, I do know clock when they, as a pitcher, Maybe one's the little to the left or the right. You tag the guy, all of a sudden they're charging the mound. Yeah. <laughs> are you ready? Are you almost now? I know you're not trained, but I know you sure yeah, got a yeah. right hand. With the front you're charging right. the mound. I'm sure you're not, you know, you don't look like a little guy. What do you think? Are you thinking, yeah. I'm gonna, they're gonna break this up anyway. Let me put on my best face. Or are you thinking, bring it to me? Or are you thinking, fellas? Oh, yeah.
6: What do you think? Do you think? <laughs> oh, I'm thinking I'm ready to go, man. I think uh, I've always been that That I think once you're in that zone, too, and you have yeah. like and you're in the game and you're in that adrenaline's flowing. It's just like there's nothing like it to me. I love it. Um, I've always been a competitor. I've always like kind of had that like killer mentality. Yeah. So if something like that goes down I, as a you know, you always like as a pitcher. You, no, it's never really happened to me. But you're always like, man, I wonder what would happen if this happened. Like, how would I do this and that? And so, yeah, I'm ready to go, man. If anybody wants to, if anyone wants to come at me, I'm ready to rock. I, I also play for a really big team. I got, I mean, we got Stanton and a bunch of judge and a bunch of big guys. So yeah. I know that if I go, to, if I go down swinging, I got some big guys behind me coming.
4: Yeah. You want a catcher who's aggressive. You want yeah. a, an aggressive, <laughs> uh, a catcher who, who's not afraid to get into it. But the, I always said the pressure was relief. Pitching is crazy too. Cause you're right. You have no idea when you're pitching all of a sudden you're relaxing and, and you're watching somebody blow like a three-run lead, and you're like, what the fuck? Now you got to come yeah. up with you know, guys on second and third and nobody out. Like, There's a really weird pressure where you got to kind of come in and mop up somebody
6: else's mess. Yeah, and, and, and which is funny. I mean, I had to – when I debuted uh, in MLB, my, my, I was a reliever. I debuted as a reliever just because um, that's what they needed at the time. And so uh, – and I've never relieved in my life. And so it was like something that I've never – and, you know, you always like – you know, when you're in high school and you're in college and you've had guys come in – and they'll they'll cash in your runs and you're like fuck man like I was pitching really good I had a really good stat line and then this guy came in and cashed my runs in so you know what it's like to be on both the both ends of it and so I really I I gained a ton of respect and sympathy for these for these relievers coming in and doing what they're doing with bases loaded or whatever it is and and getting out of jams and so yeah it's it's definitely a tough job and for for what they're able to do day in and day out for a 162 game season is kind of insane I mean being able to have however many appearances they have in 60 innings. And it's just – it's crazy what they're able to do.
5: Now, is there any – like some people ask me because, you know, it's the fight. They ask me about some fighting movies. And I'm like, ah, I don't – this one, that one. I don't know. Is there any right. baseball movies? The Natural, fucking Bill Durham, <laughs> Tin Cup or something. Is there any – Kevin Costas in like eight of them. Is there any, <laughs> is there any baseball – that guy must love that shit, Field of Dreams. Oh, is yeah. Is any – baseball movie go that you go oh that's that one just resonates with me
6: yeah i think um a few of them that are really like oh that's that, sh- that shit spot on i would say bull Durham like bull Durham is like it is a direct representation of the minor leagues like it shows you the grind and like the bus trips and the shit that they go through it's it's an absolutely it's spot on and i'd also say i'd say moneyball moneyball is pretty uh the one with uh, Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill that's it's actually true. really good yeah it's it's pretty spot on i mean as far as, like, you, you kind of see the ins and outs of, like, how the front office and stuff like that works. And it was really interesting. The
5: Moneyball one was how, like, the they had a total different – it was about recruiting, if, I'm, if, you, if I remember correctly. Because, I, again, I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan <laughs> of movies, but I'm not, I'm not a big baseball guy. But it was so interesting, right, right. Jimmy. Because yes. Jonah Hill, like, Brad Pitt, like, owned a team. And Jonah Hill was like, look – The Oakland A's. He, yeah. Oh, you know the story? Right? Yeah. <laughs> but okay. he, was, he was coming up with a different way – of putting a team together by, by their different, like, I, I'm going to fucking kill this. I'm not going to, everybody's going want to see the movie because I'm not going yeah. <laughs> am am, am
4: right? to, is that, is that the one with Philip Seymour yeah. Hoffman too? Philip Seymour Hoffman played the, uh, yep. the, 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 the manager,
6: right? Right. Yeah. It's, um, so basically like the, please, I'll try to s- Clark, give a quick the synopsis of-, of it. I'll save you. I'll save you. Um, basically these guys, uh, the Oakland A's, when they were coming up, it was a very like cheaper or it was a cheaper organization. Like they're trying to fight these big market teams like the Yankees and, and all these bigger, bigger name teams. And so they couldn't afford to, to pay for these big free agents. So their way was to come up with the algorithm basically, and, and have these um, kind of go away from the traditional scouting and get guys that weren't at, sought after. And so, and honestly, that's kind of how the game is heading today, where you see a lot more um, before, when we were first coming up in the game, it was like, you know, just go up there. And if you're good enough, you're good enough. Like, uh, like your talent's going to show. And if you're, if you're a winning team, you're going to be a winning team. But nowadays, like the analytics, analytics of the game are taking over. And, um, so a lot of decisions come from the front office and a lot of decisions are coming from what these, with these guys who are, who, I don't want to say sit behind computers, but these guys who, you know, they, they, they compute algorithms and they have all these, these answers and it's a lot of it. A lot of the stuff is from like expected results, and so these guys are kind of taking over the game. And, and it's and it's funny that it pretty much all started with with Moneyball.
5: Jimmy, you should watch it. Jimmy, I've seen it. Oh, you did?
4: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how, how I remember seeing more Hoffman. What yeah. what is the uh what's the toughest loss you've ever taken? Like, it, it, can you, is there one where you like either it was your fault or
6: somebody else's
4: fault? Yeah, but that was so just really hard.
6: Um, it's actually it's funny. Uh, I would have to say my MLB debut so my debut like I said I came in as a reliever um, and there was runners on base and it was it was uh, at the time when, when we were doing double headers or we we're still doing it this year um, they were seven inning games and so it was like the sixth I think it was like the sixth inning I came in we were up by one or two and I I, I there was two runners on base and I, I let up both the runs um, and it was just like it was one of those feelings where I was like damn like I felt like absolute shit because I gave up, I gave up the starters runs. He was having a good start and I, I cashed in his runs. And so I ended up, you know, I blew the game. And so that's one that weighs heavy on my heart because I know how it is as a starter to have your, your game blown. And so, um, yeah, that was definitely the toughest one. Obviously it being in your MLB, the MLB debut, you're like, Oh, I want this to be the best outing I've ever had. And you're, you're expecting this and that to happen, but you know, you know how it always is nothing ever ever really goes to plan. Yeah, I guess not
4: um i it, it's funny as a fan you just look at it so much so much differently and i haven't watched I, i've kind of only watched mma for the last few years i just got so caught up in it how
6: how often do you watch fights do you watch occasionally yeah i mean often? i'm 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 pretty much i mean i watch multiple cards a, a month i mean I, I i'm pretty much staying on top of it i have a me and a few buddies we we have our own little like uh ufc like group text, and we're pretty much staying on top of each other like talking about the upcoming fights and stuff like that and so um, the most, I didn't get a watch, I watched the highlights of the Reyes fight of the, the knockout and stuff like that, but, uh, that was a crazy knockout. And then the the UFC 261 was the last card that I got, which obviously that was an insane card.
4: Yeah, it really was. Oh, are you going to watch, uh, Chandler Oliveira? I'm looking forward yes. to, uh, a yeah, lot. what do you think of that fight?
6: Yeah, I think, um, I love Chandler, man. The way he came in, I think obviously making a debut like that is like, he's just pure electric. Um, he's just so explosive to me. Like when you're watching like an athlete, watching a a fellow athlete like that, it's just like some, I I checked, checked out his Instagram and shit like that. And just some of the workouts and stuff that he was doing. I mean, this guy's like, it's like, he's just a pure athlete. So he's, he's got a lot of weapons to beat you with.
4: Yeah, and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Diaz uh, against Leon Edwards. I'm looking Ooh. forward to that. Remember, that, that's yeah. a really great fight. I'm happy for Leon too, getting a, a big fight like that. Uh,
6: I know. I think any anytime you got Diaz attached to it, it's going to bring in some fans, and so I think that's going to be big for him. I think he's like kind of like an underrated superstar almost with Edwards, and so I'm looking forward to watching that one.
4: Is there a fight that if you that that they didn't that didn't happen that you would still like to have happen?
6: Um. Well, a fight that has to happen in my eyes is the John Jones and Gandu fight. I mean, I want that. I, I think that's just like, that's just got soup. I mean, that is going to be one of the biggest fights if they make that happen. Um, I don't know if it will happen, but man, I really hope that one happens.
5: That would be huge though. That would be absolutely huge. Yeah.
6: Yeah. That, I mean, and I'm, I grew up, but that's what got me into the, uh, UFC was John Jones. I remember Uh, like I said, being early in high school, watching him growing up fighting and just absolutely running through guys, wrecking guys. And, um, so I started, I started watching him and then after that, it was like, it was the Conor McGregor's and, and everybody else. And so that's what really got me attached to the game. Yeah. Those guys are so great for
4: the sport because they get people like Rhonda got so many people watching and then all of a sudden they stay. Like the people, people wind up seeing that. That's what the thing UFC does better than boxing is that is that the the undercards are so good, the prelims are great, the yep. co-main is great. Uh, there's so many good fights you watch and Go fuck! I like this guy or Justin Gaethje. Like, I could, I would watch yeah. Justin Gaethje fight anyone. Like I, you know, right? I,
6: I, I 100%. Want- yeah, and I think that's like like you said. I think early on in you like uh, like previous years in, in UFC, I think it was. There, there was guys that were just absolute killers but they weren't as good as they were at entertain they weren't as great entertainers and i think when you had like the mcgregors and and all masby dolls and all these guys who are who and like you said rousey and all these people who are bringing a lot of fans to the game they're great at entertaining and the way that they're knocking out people and the way they're they're handling their their media and their off the field or off the off out of the ring stuff i think um or octagon i should say i think that that's really bringing a lot of people to the, to the sport. And I think once, once you really watch it you sit down and you watch your first card, you're like, Oh my God, this shit's awesome. Like these guys are just beating the shit out of each other. And it's like, dude, this is so entertaining. So yeah, I really enjoy it.
4: But you know, what's great about guys like uh, Jorge Masvidal and um, Connor is both of those guys when they lose, they're good losers. Like both of those guys, like you wind up liking them after they lose too. Like I liked, I never
6: liked Connor until I saw him lose. And I'm like, yeah, I know I kind of like him but they yeah. both handle losses really well. Oh, hundred percent. And I think, and that's one of the things when I was watching Connor, like early on, I was watching him just win it all the time. And then I, I was like, man, I really like this guy. And then I watched him lose. And I was like, damn, this dude is actually like a, he's like a genuine guy. Like he, he didn't, he wasn't like a dickhead about it. He kind of took his loss and brushed his shoulders off and got right back into it. And that's, that's kind of how, you know, as a competitor, that's how you have to be. I think, you know, a, a lot of times you see some guys take a little bit of worse than others, but yeah, what you, like you said, Masvidal, he took an amazing that that last loss. It was almost like I mean, Usman's just an absolute beast. I mean, like I don't even, I don't know anybody in that division who's really going to give him too much competition. So, um, yeah, you gotta, I gotta, I, I mean, I still got love for Masvidal. Hopefully, he can get back in there soon and, and get a good fight. get get a good fight going with the uh, Conor McGregor and uh, Dustin Poirier
5: trilogy. What is your thoughts? On that. Yeah. Yeah.
6: (laughs) You're in the hot seat. I'm a little scared, man. I, I, I think, um, hopefully, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you see from, from afar with Instagram and everything that that McGregor, obviously he, the work that he was putting in on the last fight was, you know, it was kind of stuff you didn't see for previous years. And so hopefully, uh, I think he's going to be able to counter the foot strikes and stuff like that. But, um, I don't know. I think I think at any moment they're both just lethal strikers that like anybody could anybody could win that fight. But obviously I'm going to go with I got to I got to ride with my guy. So I'm going to ride with McGregor. But um, I think it's going to be another good fight. You know, I, uh, I probably lost a little bit too much money to bet on him again. So I might uh, I might have to hold off on that one. But I'm definitely rooting for him this time. Man, speaking of money, Jimmy, uh, you know,
5: this is what I, I give Conor McGregor a lot of respect for even fighting. Because it's not like, and I'm not attacking other sports there, Clark, but, you know, it's not like, ah, you know, what the hell, I got a lot of money, but I'll get paid some more and I'll I'll play some more ball. Not that it's easy, but when you get enough money and you're like, all right, maybe I don't have to be locked in a cage with another trained killer, <laughs> you know, <maybe> I <laughs> hang out on my yacht and sell some whiskey. You know what I mean? You don't That's crazy. You have to want to be, it has to be in you to still get, get trained and the training, get inside that octagon, man, with some of the best fighters on the planet. hundred
6: percent. And I think, and you know, you see that in a lot of sports, like where guys, they get the big contract and you're like, oh, okay. Like he doesn't care. Like you can just see, like he doesn't care as much or, yeah, and like some people, some people can, some people get that big contract and they're still the same player. They still want to win. But then there's some people like, where, it's like, but, and then you're just talking it's a different, you can't compare it like a baseball player. Like if they get a big contract, like life is like, you got a lot more money. Life is still the same. Like you're going out there, you're playing a sport that, you know, it, it's a lot of fun. And then, but UFC, like you get a big contract and it's like, do I really want to go get my jaw broken or possibly get my teeth knocked out? It's like, it's like, dude, you start second guessing. So I see where, um, you know, there's a lot of arguments about, you know, whether Dana sh- and, you know, I, I know I'm keeping up with the, the John Jones situation, whether he should get paid more and this and that. Um, so you see both sides of it. It's tough to be like, all right, this guy deserves, like, let's give him the world. But then uh, how is it going to be the same dog that he was before?
4: I don't know what they're offering, Jones. Um, McGregor, though, sold, um, what's it called, proper 12. And the rumor was yeah. that he got $600 million for his shit. Right. It what? might be less, but, I mean, it's it's more than he'll ever make fighting so, yeah, I have even more respect for him for getting into it, even if that's a lie, even if he right. only made a third, even if he only made fucking $250 million. I mean, it's still a, a, a crazy amount of money and to still be willing to get in there and fight. So I don't know what they're offering John, but John has lost a couple of years in the sense that he was out for the suspension and he had a couple of other little things happen. So you think he would want to take this, unless they're offering him awful money, which I can't imagine they are. Um, But the fact that him and Engano are going back and forth on Twitter, this fight's going to happen. They'd both be nuts to let this one pass. They would both be fucking nuts because there's no bigger fight for either of these guys in the the foreseeable future.
6: And I think with, with Reyes losing and like Engano, you know, for me, I thought Engano maybe would take a fight in between the Jones fight and and kind of, but I think if he forces the UFC's hand, and kind of is like this is the fight i want and i think you almost have to give the fight to him i think for pure entertainment value i think john jones and and this fight would be one of the biggest fights in in recent years and so i think there it's a no-brainer i think hopefully you know obviously we don't know the numbers that they're going back and forth on with jones but i mean if you look back i think jones is like one of those guys who helped build this sport it's like almost like you have to compensate this guy for, for what he's done for the sport. And obviously he's had the years with the suspensions and stuff going out of the octagon. But I think like, even when you think about other sports, like for baseball, a lot of the contracts for us is like backdated. Like if you have a good, good three years before you're, you're going to get paid in your, in your, your next years just because, you know, from what you did and how much you produced. And so that should kind of how it worked for John Jones. I mean, the the amount of people that he's brought to the sport, he should get compensated just from that alone.
4: Well, Derek Lewis is a room. I mean, I, I would love to see the rematch of Ngannou Lewis because that first fight was right. a great fight. But uh, if, if it's not going to be Jones, it's going to be Derek Lewis. And I would be interested in seeing that too, but I would rather see John first. Um, but I imagine they are offering him a decent amount. I mean, he's a businessman too. He's, he's a smart guy, so I hope it happens. The fact they're going back and forth on Twitter tells me that there's, they're both pretty sure. And there's something about a heavyweight fight that even though connor's fights are huge and ronda obviously there's something about jones at heavyweight fighting a guy like Nganu, who's just a murderer um, this to be one of the biggest fights ever
6: yeah and i think that for for me like when you see like uh anything heavyweight it's just like that carries a bigger title to it i mean even if you look in the boxing world and you look at the tyson Furies and stuff like and the aj's and the stuff like that like those guys bring so many fans to the sport and, and just because just because the title of, of it being a heavyweight fight, there's something about a 200 and some pound man going out there and just like trying to kill each other. It's, it's a lot different than than when you're watching, you know, these 160 pound men. I mean, even though all of them would be whooping my ass. But I think that I think it's cool just to watch these guys just to go out there and especially carrying that heavyweight title.
5: Hey, Clark, would you look at me differently if I told you that my favorite baseball movie is a league of their own? <laughs> who, who knew Madonna no. could act? There's no no crying am. in baseball. No, dude, that that but is Rosie a hell of a movie. Rosie O'Donnell
6: making the bases. No. <laughs> oh yeah, Tom Hanks killing it, man. That is that is one of my favorite baseball movies. I tell people that all the time, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" There's, I'm like, "Dude, this is like one of the most underrated movies out there." It's out there. It's up there. Illegal. The also, also Major League, the the one with Very funny. Uh, yeah, Major League is hilarious. That one is absolutely Jesse Snipes see. and all those guys. Yeah. Charlie Sheen, dude, it's it's so funny.
4: Hey Clark, are you? Uh, uh, we'd love you to come back and talk to us again, man. You're a, it's great to have a guy who's a, a, a an athlete who loves uh, UFC as well. Are you promoting anything besides uh, the Yankee season? Is there anything you're promoting in particular?
6: Yeah, not really, man. I'm. I'm. First of all, I'm trying to. You know, like I said, I strain my form, so I've been really just kind of locked in on that, trying to get right, and uh, been working like crazy to get back, and so hopefully should be back soon. I started throwing a few weeks ago, and everything um, everything's going good so far. So really, it's just kind of sticking to the grind and, and, and getting back to it. And so I'm enjoying my time. At, uh, uh, you know, there's something about, you know, when you're in times like this, when it's, you're kind of hurt, I think all athletes can speak to it. You know, you kind of you got to dig, dig a little deeper. So I'm enjoying it um, and kind of learning new things. And, and so, yeah, like, like I said, I'm just kind of staying focused on the game right now.
4: Well, look, it was great talking to you and uh, definitely come back and talk to us again. We'll talk some fights and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with uh, Jones and Ngannou. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon, man. It was really, really fun talking to you.
6: Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me on. I enjoyed it. Looking forward to coming back on.
4: Yeah, good luck too, man. Getting healed up and, and pitching this year. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thanks, all Clark. right, guys,
6: you take it easy. Yep. Oh, all nice right. Be good, you. Clark. Take care.
5: Any of the fights uh, that we did that we did not touch on? No, we. Co- I think we covered everything pretty... Uh, pretty major yeah, but we'll be back in a couple days yes we we'll will the more jimmy i had almost too much fun you know yep i had a fair amount of fun <laughs> you really gotta just take it down <laughs> and i loved it all right jimmy listen may you send me a zooted uh chip chipperson shirt yes i will i gotta get your address where can i get myself one? chip of
4: chipperson.com or you can go on i'm not on the app i'm only on the website cameo.com get yourself a chip or jim norton or uh, Doug Bell. Go to cameo.com slash Doug Bell.
5: Just for the, for, I know that they, on, on the Jim and Sam show, I got to meet Doug Bell. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say it wasn't awkward. It was He's a little awkward. Yeah. And for the people that I know, the people know Chip Chibberson. Yeah. But for our audience, who exactly is Doug Bell? really? Just, just a comedian. He had a
4: lot going on. Um, and then he had an incident of self-harm and then he's dropped out for seven years, but now he's coming back. He's a little medicated and he's just uh, better than ever.
5: I, I, I'm going to say, I don't know how he was back in the day, Jimmy, but he didn't, it, it was, it was, uh, I'm not going to say cringe. It was a little awkward and he, I don't think his self-confidence is where it should be.
4: He's not blowing the doors off the place as of right now. No, he's not.
5: <laughs> You're the fucking best. I'm on cameo. You can find me on there. Besides that, find me here, people sarahbjj.com if you're in huntington long island jimmy love you man i'll see you in a couple of
4: i'll see you soon
5: later buddy
0: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble